<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, we got them, Goldie the Sulk and JC. And it starts right now. Oh, the alarm sounded. Bring. Sounded. Welcome. <laughs> There's Goldie from last week. <laughs> this great <laughs> instrumentation on his song for me to We Built the City. Da da da. Hey. Uh, welcome back to another episode of A Typical Disgusting Display, a podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. Uh, I got to say, guys, I've been I've been listening to our podcast on my walks to and from work. Like, oh, there's wow. just some episodes that I never fully listened to, so I'm going back. And first of all. We're quite amusing. <laughs> Goldie, you're very funny. You're making yes, you me are. laugh a lot. But also, and I'm sure everybody out there already knows this, but God, put us on one and a quarter speed and we really <laughs> sound like we know what we're talking about. Yes. It's just awesome. Yeah, I know, I know that Steve Callahan does one and a half. But oh, that's yeah. great. That's insane. <laughs> Steve, I don't, I don't like that. I don't As like for hearing Just that. hearing that you're listening to the podcast now reminds me of about once or twice a year, I... I pull my wife aside and I say, just so you know, I'm back in the marriage. <laughs> First joke of the day. First joke of the day. <laughs> and then does she roll her eyes? <laughs> that, she that thinks it's like kind of funny, but it makes her like a little bit sad, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that it's even a joke between the two of you is sad, but it's very funny. Uh, maybe I'll try that with Tal. That could be oh, funny. Yeah. You see, around. again, cut to my head rolling across the floor. <laughs> Um, something else I wanted to talk about at the top today, and Goldie, we just we we talked about this very briefly off air, but I don't know, I don't know if you've heard this. Unfortunately, you were walking and not. I know shitting. I was not shitting <laughs> so, because <laughs> now FaceTime has become like a, a Russian a roulette. Yeah, like I, am I going to get you mid plop? Uh, you know, or are you going to have a, a gun in your mouth? I mean, like I don't oh know what when you pick up what you're going to be doing. Oh, he plop, she plop, <laughs> we plop. Uh, <laughs> I uh, anyway, no, I, sorry. I was I, I, I was sad you missed me because I had a great one today. You would have you would have caught a lot oh, of action today. Having <laughs> iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was very nice this morning. But what, what I wanted to talk about was, um, and I don't know if you've heard this, JC, but they sent out this thing called the Webb Telescope. That's like this mm-hmm. super powered. Uh, I guess they sent it out a few years ago, but now the images are coming back, and it's like the best telescope anyone's ever sent up there, and. And so the the pictures that we're getting back of like far reaches of space are now totally debunking the Big Bang theory. Oh no! Which I think is just like it's of course, of course. like of course this thing that we've been told our whole lives yeah. is an absolute truth, and scientists have figured it out. <laughs> this is the way it happened. And now they're seeing uh, through various traits in some of the galaxies they're observing. They're like, oh, well, this couldn't have been part of the Big Bang Theory. So, wow. And it's funny because the Big Bang Theory was always this thing that, that felt to me like scientists' version of God. Oh, like yeah. the, it was like, well, no, it's not God, but it was everything was dark. 
and then it wasn't because there was a great light <laughs> and everything flew out from this one spot. And that's why we're here. And of course, now that they just take some simple pictures, they're like, guess what? That's not it. Well, yeah, so. the universe isn't a giant popped zit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what they were trying to tell us forever. What are they saying it is? Well, now they don't. They don't even quite know. But basically, what they saw was with the Big Bang theory, the theory that everything came from one point and shot outward. There was this expectation that all galaxies that had traveled further out would be like battle damaged like they would have mm. you know kind of been hitting oh, yeah. against so many other things over billions of years that they're kind of scarred and off kilter but they observed all these like you know smooth as a baby's bottom galaxies right. out there and they're like oh wait this does not fit with our what? plan at all what if there were two bangs far apart <laughs> that could be a bunch of smaller bangs Bang the small bangs. bangs theory the many bangs theory well you know I, I think I've told you before I was an astrophysics major in college for a year and yes. then a guy who had won a Nobel Prize in physics told me I was an idiot oh. to English whoa that's crazy well I'm glad because that's probably why you ended up where you are you could have been in some lab somewhere I'm, no I would have been I was horrible at it I would have been an unemployed astronomer going like hey you guys hear of any good like telescope gigs let me know can you guys can you guys uh read my telescope logs on my spec logs my journals yeah yeah you know i i wanted when you brought this up yeah to me it's interesting because you know we record this in advance and so last night was tuesday night it was the election yes and proof that no one knows anything on the galactic level yes and also no one knows anything here on earth yeah nope <laughs> because all we've been hearing about for the past year is this red wave and people are fed up and inflation yep. and they're gonna vote them out and then again we're waiting to hear about the senate it looks like the house is probably republican but who knows but it just didn't happen and so first of all I want to become a pundit because you there's no accountability. Like right. you can just be totally wrong and then and then you go on TV the next day and go, "Hey, the looks like the pundits got it wrong as though you're not one." Right. Like you just suddenly go, "I'm not of this thing." Like, yeah. "Hey, everyone, you know, was off on this thing and and the polls and I, you know, I watch Fox News when it's going well for my side. Yeah, that's right. Because it's it's like listening to the losing teams talk radio. Yeah, I right. love that. Jets, yeah, Jets so talk So we both radio. love, <laughs> like, we yeah. love listening to Lakers broadcast yeah. when they're bad, all this stuff. So Carl Rove came on and he said, well, you know, the pollings are wrong. I mean, how many people still have a landline in their house? They're polling people with landlines. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, they <laughs> should, that should be the first thing they say when they announce poll results is like, just so you know, this was done with fucking landlines. <laughs> yeah. So this is a poll of people with landlines. It's like going, we got a portal to the past. <laughs> right. We went back to 1888 and held up a picture of Trump and a picture of Biden, and they pointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that we found that tribe in Brazil that isn't paying attention to any of this, and they live in the rainforest, and we sort of etched, drew in the ground what a crude representation of what's going on and had them point. Like, uh. there's... How is this the first time hearing about it last right, night? The landlines. It's, but, it doesn't it, even make sense. It's crazy. But I, th I think, you know, fortunately, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit because it ties in. Talk about a Big Bang. Talk about a grand unifying theory. I think this all ties in with what's going on with Twitter and Elon Musk. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And that people thought Twitter was important. And people thought that this debate that, that was going on in Twitter indicated what is going on in the culture. And so, like... Elon Musk, who supposedly is this great entrepreneur, and he he assessed that the value of this thing was $44 billion, and that instantly the second he bought it, it was like he had bought this used car that just fell apart as he drove <laughs> yeah, off the lot, yeah, and he can't return it. And the reason he thought it was so valuable is because he personally is addicted to Twitter, right? So it's like... Someone addicted to cough syrup deciding to buy Robitussin. <laughs> right, yeah. And then once they own the company, realizing like, oh, my God, maybe everyone's not as addicted to cough syrup as I am. So yeah. I'm going to just hike up the price of cough syrup. And it's like, 
Well, he can just have lozenges, man. Like, this cough syrup isn't that necessary. And I, I wanted to talk to you because you're the one who got me to join Twitter. I don't know if you remember that. But th- oh, wow. yeah. Do you remember why? Like, do you no. remember the pitch you gave me? No. What did I say? <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Kendall <laughs> <laughs> no. well, well, House. That's, yeah. That's, that's, I, it was never that for me. But um, <laughs> no, it was because we used to have these text chains, and it was kind of me, you, John Viner, I yes. think Seth MacFarlane was sometimes on there, and we, we would text each other jokes, and you said, hey, we can follow each other on here, and now not only can we see each other's jokes without getting a text, but like, <laughs> there's an audience for this, yeah, and that you know you can get these likes and everything, and that was very cool, and then we sort of met people, and we went to this thing called the Twitter Awards. Oh, that was they, hilarious. Wow. Yeah, and they had a, a, a screen above the Twitter Awards, so you could live tweet the event, and so of course... <laughs> I think this was when we first realized the power of trolling. Yes. We just started tweeting on this board, like, these awards suck, hashtag yeah, yeah. awful. You know? That was you know? great. And ruining it. And then that was sort of peak Twitter, where you go, yeah. we're making each other laugh. We're kind of being the class clowns. And yes. then Trump came along. Yeah. And yeah. what it became was this thing that just – like poked your amygdala directly and put you into fight or flight. And it yes. turned from like fun into like, you have to check this thing all the time to make sure this guy isn't going to launch an attack on North Korea and you're, and we're not all going to die. Right. Yes. And I think what we're seeing now is that everyone is tired of that. And I think that, that, that it's become the segment of people who want to like storm the Capitol has become so amplified. It's ultimately very small. And most people like or hate DeSantis he actually does govern. But yeah, he's a he governs in a traditional sense. He, he does. does. He's things. he's a traditional Republican that we don't. We used to think we were the worst. Right, and kind, so even the people I not. don't agree with, like Kemp, who are winning, are not fringe lunatics who are putting you in a fight or flight. Right. They're just sort of implementing policies I disagree with, and I I think my grand unifying theory of the is hopefully we are getting back to just kind of all right, we can coexist. Yeah. Like so. it's yeah. gone from the cu- the maniac cousin who went to jail coming to Thanksgiving to the like sister you don't really get along with, but like let's do it for mom. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I would so much rather live in that world. Yeah. I still think the country could be unified by pizza. I think I think the, if the government gave out a free pizza on Saturday night, everyone would be happy. Everybody loves pizza. That's true. I think pizza is just okay. Oh, oh no. I love I this. Like, wow. Like the big debate. This. You can get and a salad. I, you know, I also think that an underrated theory is that when you go to a pizza place, they always have a million pizzas, and then they have one calzone yeah. behind plastic, and yep. there's scratchiti on the plastic. <laughs> the calzone, 90% of the time, is better than the pizza. Oh. Yeah. No I one like knows. It. I like yeah, calzones. I've, I've never even had a calzone. Oh, they're delicious. Wow. They're delicious. I'm missing out. Yeah, you gotta you got to have a calzone. Don't put yourself in a box here. <laughs> yeah. And JC, I was, I was listening to one of our old episodes uh, just from a few weeks ago. Have you watched that Jeremy Lin uh, no, documentary yet? I haven't. Oh, God. I should have done it last a, night. You were such a bad Asian. I really am. Sorry, <laughs> you, were, you should have heard you on that podcast. Oh, I have to watch. I, it's so important to me. Tears in my eyes. And what a moment. I didn't, was there It's like live. a 30-minute documentary. <laughs> it was, the documentary is called, isn't it called 38 Minutes? No. I think it's called 38 in the garden. 38 like, in the garden. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's 38 minutes. I can... Anyway, JC going on was longer than the documentary itself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Alec going on right And now then. me going on about JC is now longer than the documentary okay. itself. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. 
Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Um, all right. Well, I think we fixed the world's problems there. <laughs> yes. Now let's create a few more for ourselves in a segment we call Johnny Jokes. Uh, why do we keep doing this? From his office in lovely kind of mid-Wilshire, a neighborhood no one cares about here, Johnny! <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, nobody does care about this neighborhood. That is accurate. All right. And speaking of not caring, here are my jokes. A uh, California resident, Dustin Porcita, claims a flaming basketball that fell from the sky completely destroyed his home. Yeah. Uh, and Kyrie Irving has since apologized, saying that he was aiming for the Rosenbergs next door. Oh, no. <laughs> Flaming basketball. How many times do you get that story? Not oh, often. Great. Good joke. Uh, thank you. Uh, let me take it back with this one. Massachusetts Democrat Maura Healey has become the first ever openly lesbian governor in American history. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, pundits see the appointment as a huge win for Subaru. <laughs> Just combining those old things. Yep. <laughs> Not a care in the world. Nope. All right, here's another questionable one. Uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles was asked in a recent interview what it was like to perform on-screen oral sex on co-star Florence Pugh. Uh, the singer replied, that's her real name? I thought that's just what people were saying. <laughs> Florence Pugh. <laughs> and finally, ending on a very similar joke. <clears throat> Vocal Glenn. Uh, in a recent interview, Madonna, Madonna <laughs> revealed that she has become a collector of classic sports cars. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been easy for the pop icon. Uh, yeah, apparently she's had a lot of trouble getting anyone to squeegee her kuntash. <laughs> <laughs> Passing it on to Johnny you too. Know, that was a good batch. Yeah. Better, better than what's about to happen. Pew, pew. Uh, I doubt it. Okay, well, during the Houston Astros World Series victory parade, <laughs> a fan threw a beer and hit. Ted Cruz. Yes. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, police were able to quickly identify the man and congratulate him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, last night was election night, and the Senate race in Georgia is still too close to call. And uh, Herschel Walker went to bed not knowing if he was a senator or if he paid for women's abortions or where he lives or even who he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Inflation. Oh. Yeah. Inflation is hitting everywhere hard. The clothing store Old Navy is being forced to eliminate 5,000 of its in-store workers. Uh, the move will force customers to ignore themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And finally, uh, you've already hit on it. Last week, Kyrie Irving posted a link to an anti-Semitic documentary on Twitter. And today... NBA commissioner Adam Silver and Kyrie reportedly held a very productive meeting where they said they exchanged ideas and Silver now also hates Jews. <laughs> very persuasive. All right. Uh, good today. Poppy. Very good. Poppy, I, I very felt funny. like my impression was, was dead on today. Yeah. In a way oh. that it hasn't been. Yes. Whoa, In the pocket. It back. In the pocket. Good for you. All right, so today uh, the, we're going to do something pretty fun. I'm I'm kind of legitimately excited about this. Me so too. we had a longtime friend, a listener, who pointed out something to us because you know if you've been listening to this podcast that we've been going off the past few weeks about bad puns in marketing for TV shows. You know, take a shift, shift happens. You know, all that kind of stuff. So somebody sent in to us, and we had never heard of this, and that's part of what we're going to do today. Apparently, there is a show that currently exists on CBS right now called So Help Me Todd, which obviously <laughs> falls squarely into our zone of annoyance with this kind of thing. So this listener helpfully pointed this out to us. So now we're going to do something interesting today. We had never heard of the show. Um, that's right, guys, right? You never heard of no. this show. No. Okay. Not only have I not heard of it. <laughs> yeah. 
you had to explain to me what CBS is. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how far removed we are from the whole process. So what we're and I gonna... didn't know who you were. <laughs> right. So this was a long phone call, folks. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do today is the three of us are going to give our our best guess as to what So Help Me Todd is. We are going to fill in the blanks based on the pun. We're firing blind. And then JC, at the end of it, will reveal via the internet what the show actually is. And then, of course, we have a few, at least I do, I have a few bonus uh, pun name shows that we can pitch on. One of the fun things about this is... (laughs) It didn't even occur to us, and I can almost guarantee the audience hasn't heard of it or watched it either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will Although there, there may be some listening who are closely involved right. in making this show, and if you are, oh. thank you for listening, but we're still yeah. going to give Congrats this bit a go. Congrats on having an income. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes, that's always a good thing. All right, so who would like to go first with their their broad guess as to what So Help Me Todd might be? I have a few guesses, so I, I mean, I thought we'd just bandy it about. I can okay. start with one. Yeah, bandy. Start bandying. Okay, my first guess is that Todd's an angel. It's an angel oh. show. Yeah, mine's very similar. That okay. there's some supernatural thing. You know, I thought that that maybe um, this was, in a sense, they tried to do a ripoff version of Maggie, who we had Maggie Mole on. Yeah. And, right, right. You know, it's it's it's... Todd has this ability to, you know, zone in on situations and people don't realize it's because he's doing something supernatural. Yeah. I can I, I like I'll go guy. next cuz yeah, mine's kind of similar. Yeah. Mine was it was like to replace the the good place and mm. Todd who's like kind of an uptight, selfish, sort of practical, pragmatic guy has a near death experience oh. and the angels say like in order for you to move on, you have to Help people, help, so help oh, me, Todd, yeah. in order to go to the good place or something. And like then that. I would, as an executive, I would go, "Well, why don't the angels just help the people?" <laughs> the, they can't. There's a there's an angels workers strike. They're trying to unionize. <laughs> the angels are helping. The him angels get are now today. gig workers for God, <laughs> um, waiting for surge pricing. Because uh, it, it also Todd could be because we're now that we're in the area of they're doing a poor man's version. I would say another area is it's a ripoff of the good doctor, not a ripoff, uh, homage. Homage, tip of the cap. Todd is some sort of, you know, um, he's on the spectrum. He's he's gifted. He's a doctor house and he's a psychotherapist. And people come in each week with intractable problems that, that a normal psychologist can't handle. Yeah. And right. you I know, like if that. it's not supernatural, then he's he's plugged into a different way of thinking because his mind architecture yeah. works differently. And we we delve into he that. can't solve his own problems. <laughs> yeah. 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 Somehow he's a, it's like you know yeah. that genre of show of like she's a wedding photographer, but she's the last person he ever <laughs> yeah, 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 married. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a great show. Oh, he's a baker, but he's got an allergy to gluten. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you you've just pitched two great shows here, and please. She a dating service, but she can't find a date herself. Whoa, I'm laughing. As I pitch these, because you can sell these ad infinite. I mean, I don't know anymore because I don't know what network TV does, but yeah, no, that's that that sounds close to the mark. See, my guess now, and and I'm leaning towards your you both of your opinions on this now. I I confess, I did not think of the uh, supernatural element. So, what I thought was because the phrase so help me god is when you take the oath on the bible in court Ooh. Oh. so i thought maybe oh. todd is a judge oh you know maybe he's sort of a northeastern educated judge who's found himself in a rural setting somewhere else in the country <laughs> yeah why, right. why are you sniggering at that <laughs> judge like because you're combining you're so ham-handedly combining two genres of show, the sort of, you know, city slicker who has to go to the country, yeah. but also just a, a legal procedural. So, like, yes. why would a judge I kinda like it have to move? I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, this judge had to move. It's had, so to- cloudy. Todd had to move. He had to get out. Well, I'm thinking of, like, do you remember the movie Doc Hollywood? No. I never saw okay, it, Okay, so it. it was Michael J. Fox. It's actually oh, yeah. a pretty good, fun movie, but... It's an early 90s movie where he's a doctor who's headed for, I don't know, Chicago or L.A. to be a, a plastic surgeon. He's, you know, got wants to make money and he's that kind of doctor. 
his car breaks down in a rural town and yeah. he's he's there and he's like a country doctor. So I, I don't know. I felt like So Help Me Todd would kind of incorporate yeah. something they like that. They had a show like that about a doctor in a country. As, yeah. Well, Rachel Bilson, starring Rachel Bilson. So there's... The, the, oh, yeah. I do. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So you think it's sort of my my cousin Vinny, but instead of the yes. lawyer, he's the judge. He's Ooh. taking on wacky cases. I, I, I think, although I did, I did sort of waffle back and forth between thinking, is he a lawyer or is he a judge? Because a lawyer... Well, most to, judges are lawyers. Mm. Well, that's true. But I think seems, all, right? It seems I to me yeah, like a, a boots-on-the-ground lawyer would have more opportunity to be involved in more stories necessarily than a judge somehow. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I landed in the legal world because of the phrase, so help so me God, I'm... when you have your hand on the on the Bible in oh, court. But that's, yeah. that was my, my best guess. That's good. So we're what saying else? this is a drama, probably. Okay. Like a drama I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, is that what we're saying? I mean... Because if I it's heard a comedy... It's, it's an hour, right? It's an hour it, long. Yeah. So, you know, Ooh. part of it, it, it could be... I'm going back to psychologist life coach. Ooh. That messy home life, you know, it's this life yeah. coach. It's And it, it's so help me, Todd. It's his, it's his wife saying, like, help me, Todd. <laughs> Not them. Help right, me. Right. <laughs> help around out here, Todd. <laughs> you know, and it's... Todd's just outwardly helping everyone else. But, but home. He's yeah. not... He's not cutting it at home. He's learning yeah. to be a human being at home because maybe he's young and got married and had some capacity to help people. Right. But can't help himself. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Which, uh, yeah. My, what, one of my, my other only other guests. Also, was, it there's not even a shadow of a doubt Todd is white, correct? Uh, no, Todd has to be white. <laughs> right. every, there's every no Todd, way Todd's Every not Todd white. is white except Todd, Todd Bridges. Bridges. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Almost every Todd is white. Because that um, eliminates certain genres in my mind yeah, of what this could be. Of course, yeah. like cool. That's a good point. It's yeah. not going to be cool. Yeah, he's not like it's not like oh, a, you know, a disgraced former quarterback is going back to his nope. old high school. Like, there's no way it's that. no, no. Right. But my my other guess, and it's kind of close, is a little closer to what you guys had, is that Todd is a, a priest or a reverend of some oh. kind. Yeah. So that help me, Todd. And again. It's like Doc Hollywood with a priest. He's like a priest who has this kind of new way of of preaching the word, and he's conflicted, and he's more modern, but right. he ends up in a traditional area where his style of, of preaching is not right, you know, like necessarily accepted. He had to go home. Sorry to take about care all of his those mom. boys, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Todd. I'm here yeah, to help you. I'm a new priest. <laughs> I like gals. <laughs> so. I, I'm going to throw a, a monkey wrench in here. Yeah, do it. That this is going to take us in a completely Ooh, different direction. I'm excited. Todd is an acronym for Total <gasps> Overlord Data Division. What? Oh, my God. Wait, I love the show. And so this is kind of a minority report thing oh where Todd God. can compile from, like, every ring camera and every online transaction to profile people, profile potential criminals. Maybe it's financial fraud. Oh, this is so good. In w- in one sense, it's a crime show. So it's yeah. In another sense, it's used for personal relationships. That it can help you be a better person by say you want someone to fall in love with you. You consult Todd, Todd. and you can get an accurate profile of their this likes, a great their show. dislikes. I would watch this show. Tell us what it stands for again. Total Overlord Data Division. It's so I love good. It. And, and then there's what, a team of yeah, quirky humans. Yeah, yeah, a mixed ethnic race team yes. of computer jockeys, <laughs> yes. of course. Um, it's funny. That reminds me of, do you remember the, the mid-80s movie called Daryl? No. I remember the name, but Okay, so there was a movie it. called Daryl, and uh, this is how geeky 80s I am. That is an acronym, which stands for Data Analyzing Robot Youth Life Form. Oh, <laughs> okay. wow. Okay. So uh, you're Daryl. Daryl. Life Form is one word. Like sure it is. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> but it's like a reboot of that. Yes. Yeah, so I love Todd because of its echoes of oh, Daryl. I would watch that show. Yeah. yeah, it's like yes. Chud. Chud. <laughs> love that. You remember what that stands for? No. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Whoa. Oh, love wow. That. Oh, Chud. <laughs> Chud. Which Chud reminds me Nelson. of our friend Todd, ironically, when he got his baseball jacket that said Judd, which is oh, still yeah, one of the funniest right. moments of my life. I will never stop laughing at my friend's misery. <laughs> so uh, do we, are there any other guesses? Or, or before, we, before we reveal, yeah. should we – because 
then we said let's each come up with titles for different series because if if so help me todd works yeah maybe we can capitalize on this trend well let's let's button it up with what so help me todd is okay. and okay. then we'll go into our own okay. little jc so, this JC, is your moment okay, hit us with it moment. okay I've, we i've lo- i'm on wikipedia Yes. So help me, Todd yes. is an American legal drama oh, television series. The series follows a talented but directionless private investigator oh, who begrudgingly oh, wow. agrees to work at his overbearing mother's law firm. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it's. Wait, somebody else had the so mother help element. So me, Todd. Yeah. Like, that's the tone of, you know, because it's, it's the tone of how the title said yeah. is the show. No. So help me, Todd. Todd. Yes, he's the black sheep of the family. Of course. He's a directionless private eye, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, you better As get opposed to those just super motivated private eyes. <laughs> you, that you always hear about, like, Fletch, not Fletch, Fletch. <laughs> Well, all right. Any actors in yes. it that we've heard of? It's um, Marsha Gay Harding. Oh, Harding. sure, Sorry. sure, sure. Skylar Aston. Nope. No. Boy, good luck, CBS. Yes. <laughs> good <laughs> luck. You may need a private eye to uncover. It might be good. Who greenlit this show? <laughs> I, I mean, they should have asked us because I feel like what we came up with. Yeah, I love. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking at the. But I'm looking at the website. We got a lot right. Todd yeah. here's yeah. white. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and Marsha Gay Harden must be the mom. Yeah. Right. Has to be. And, yeah. And Has Skylar Aston, I think he's pretty popular, just not in our is age he an I mean, the good news is from a network perspective, I'm reading the website and Todd is good at his job. Oh, so phew. Phew. <laughs> I, okay, his but he's crafty oh. ability to sleuth out information with his charm and his wide-ranging tech savvy. Right, uh, so he has yes. to be good at it, but just directionless, so that you root for him to yeah. get better. But oh. he was in all the Pitch Perfect films. I'm movies. rooting for Todd. Yeah. Oh, he was Aston was in the Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah. Okay. He was Jesse Swanson in the musical films Pitch Perfect. Okay. okay. Oh, and mother and son working together is a big first step toward mending their fragile, dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. Uh, they see? Okay. Yeah. You make, it makes you root for a mother-son. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like no, right I'm, I'm rooting against that. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we go through Sold our titles? Out of we, the room. we each came up with titles because if this show works, then maybe the networks will buy anything yes. based on a name. Right. Okay. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So... Uh, Anyone want to start with that? Let me let me throw out my first one. Okay, kiss of Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Beth Beth has been married three times, and they all all died in mysterious and funny (gasps) ways. Already better. So she's sworn she's sworn off love until a tall, dark climatologist moves to town. (laughs) That's unbelievable. (laughs) Standing ovation. Yeah. Thank you. I'll watch it. Because I had I had till Beth do you part. (gasps) Wow. Yes, love it. Which is, wow. you know, is Beth some sort of murderer that that yeah. preys on happy what? couples? But that's, that's sort of the similar. same. We're we're almost in the same. Yeah, we, we we're going to be in the Beth business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beth becomes us. Oh, nice! I love <laughs> we that. We got to we got to merge these ideas together. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll, I'll go to my second one, which is kind of a drop off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scott Potato, a what? down, a down on his luck. <laughs> 
<laughs> a down-on-his-luck Idaho farmer has his life turned upside down when the big boys at Frito-Lay decide that he's their perfect spokesman. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say instead of Frito Lay Uts, just because it's funnier. <laughs> what's what's the phrase I'm missing? That's Scott Potato. Hot, oh, hot potato. potato. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. That's even funnier. <laughs> yeah, it took that long. Okay, so Kiss of Beth is still the yeah. leader in the oh, clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. All right, what do you got, Goldie? Well, I didn't know we were also coming up with a description, yeah, so I'll same. loosely. I thought yeah. I would just give throw it, out give... a title and loosely say what I think it could sure, be. Sure, that's what I'm doing. The Brian King. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and that's title. just like a hometown sitcom yeah. where, you know, that. maybe the guy washed out in the big city, yeah. but he yes. comes back to where he was like Mr. Homecoming, the QB. And he's putting his life back together as the Brian King. I love that title. Love that. That's really that good. Such a great title. Okay. Well, oh and, and then this is sort of, I think, a more specific, another take on the Brian King, Ross Angeles. Ooh, oh, yes. That's really good. It's sort that. of the same idea. So this next one, it's sort of a modern take on gender, but it is a sitcom. It is fun. It is light on its feet. Yeah. <laughs> I have three potential titles for it. Oh, God. Hit, hit me. Mary, Mary, No Longer Gary. <laughs> oh, my God. You, are, you instantly get what it yeah. is. Yeah. It could also be called... Sharon is Karen, <laughs> or cock or Daniel? Question mark. A take on cocker spaniel. Oh, <laughs> cocker Daniel. I love oh that. God. But you know, it's someone who who transitions, and then they're you know in their new life, and it's everyone around them, family, friends, sort of you know re rebuilding yeah. these relationships. Yeah. Cocker Daniel, meet the new breed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so uh That's i have two great. more all right I, I got a couple more too oh good do one yeah okay so here's another one if not now jen <laughs> 30 something nyc gal jen cummings life is turned upside down when she realizes that she's just a rebound girl oh, oh. <laughs> gold <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's we may our, own CBS. I know. I know. I know. By the time this is over, we may. All right. So hit me with another one, Goldie. Well, maybe that's. This is sort of like that. It's called yeah. Denise. You could do, and it's just <laughs> like Denise owns her sexuality, right? Yeah, sure. It, it, it's like she's a modern gal, and it's there's there's no more slut shaming. It's Denise. Yeah. You could do. Like yes, she's yeah. open to any kind of sex. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you know, and maybe it's it. maybe she goes back to a small town, and she's sort of introducing people to like yeah. monogamy is no longer yes. right. What's going on? And yes. and like you can be pansexual, you can do anything with your gender, and so yeah. it's like she'll give anyone a romp, and then see where the relationship goes. <laughs> I love that, That's and that great. is kind of similar to my next uh, pitch, which is without a Tracy. <laughs> Tra <laughs> Tracy Farewell knows how to protect her heart by leaving the minute she develops feelings. That credo is put to the test when a tall, dark climatologist moves to <laughs> I think that's going to be the future the of attractive men is tall, dark climatologists. I, I don't think that could be a companion piece to my show. Which is definitely for Gable. Yes, that's true. Mine it's would be called it's called Wayne in the Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh what, what, what is it? Is it? I think it's someone who realizes later in life that they're homosexual. Yes, I love <laughs> that's it. And they're embracing it. Oh, it's beautiful. And they're not going to be. You know, around uh, uh, walking on eggshells around their friends and family, they're gonna go right at it. Yes, and uh. say, I'm owning this new identity. I've, I've, I'm. You know, maybe I've been your dad, and I've, I've kind of hidden who I am for too long. But now, fuck it, I'm weighing in the ass. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> what a so the formerly soft-spoken, you know, middle managing accountant dad is now a leather daddy. Yes, awesome. I love that. What I a great it. title. Great yeah. title. Um, all right. I got uh, my next one is called Triumph of the Phil, a German history major and lifelong loser. Phil Rosenberg suddenly becomes popular after he decides he's going to adopt just the good traits of Hitler. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Wait, what's the title again? Triumph of the Phil, <laughs> which is a play on the Nazi, propa- Nazi propaganda film oh, Triumph of the Will. His name could have been Will, I guess. I could have just kept it the same. Uh, um, any more? I have, um, I have one more. Okay. JC, JC is, have you, do you I had do... two. Well, oh, I have a bunch, okay. but us, um, yes. I'm only going to read two. Um, well, this one is so broad, but it's Must Be Weiss. So um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a family of siblings who own a law firm and they all have to come back and work together. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is so healthy, Todd. Come on. But I also have Must another. Must be Weiss is better. <laughs> it is better. And because and Weiss is a, a much more believable law firm name. Well done. Thanks. Must be. What, what else you got? Well, I have another one that's almost similar to what I thought So Help Me Todd was going to be. Which is okay. speak of the Neville. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Which is a chronically selfish guy gets a spell put on him where when anyone speaks his name, he has to be there for them and won't get released until he's helped them. Oh, so. this is great. Bravo. That's amazing. I, I mean, CBS, you have our number or our email, atypical disgusting display at gmail.com. All right, I had one last one. It it probably so do I. Okay, um, I'll go and then you can close it out. Okay, this one's called Donald McRonald. (laughs) Teased his whole life for his name's similarity to the iconic fast food clown. Donald McRonald decides to turn into the skid and open his own fast food restaurant in one of Ireland's oldest counties. Oh, Oh, good. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Donald McRonald. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this is a, a come down from that, but it's Alec in the family. Uh, what? Former Hollywood ladies' man, writer, producer, forced to leave Los Angeles and move to Cape Cod with his psychic paramour and and her daughter, and he now has to become Alec in the family. Oh. I I think I can get the life rights. (laughs) Yes. For a price. For a price. I love the psychic paramour. Yeah, that's very sweet. Uh, All right. That was very fun. I I feel like we just opened a network. I know. know. What what would our network be called? Name TV. Yes. (laughs) Name pun TV. Um, So thank you to our, our longtime listener who sent in so help me, Todd, because that sparked this yeah, that whole really show. We appreciate it. Uh, and so thank you for doing that. Yes. Um, now let's slide into a segment we like to call Top Five. Top Five. Oh, there's us singing. And boy, do we have a category that Goldie loves. This was my uh, category this week. And it is Top Five Leave It All on the Field songs. So it's just songs that where the performer just sang the shit out of it and left their soul in, in the recording booth. So who would like or, to or, go? For, or live, right? Or live. Okay, good. Sure. Sure. <laughs> or on stage. Okay. That's fine. Yes. Okay. Um, would well, anyone I'll go like... last because I have the top five. Okay. Next. Goldie, do you want to go first or should I go first? I think you should go. Okay. So my number five, and Goldie should have been able to predict this based on our relationship with Craig Kilborn. It's a song called Into the Night by Benny Mardones. Of course. An early 80s song. Uh, that guy, uh, I'd ne- you never heard of him before since. It was his one hit. I think he's passed away recently. But boy, did he, he was on level 10 from the beginning of the song. Awesome. Great one. Number four, a song called The Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd. Uh. And now it's not... Any of the members of Pink Floyd who are singing, it's a woman whose name I probably should have looked up. But she screams for the entire length of the song. And it, it's, it can be a transcendent experience. If you're stoned and you listen to that song, <laughs> your, your soul leaves your body. It's awesome. Claire Tory. Claire Tory. Thank you. Give her credit. Uh, they should make a statue for Tory. Yes. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Number three. Now uh, I'm just trying to think of a sitcom for Claire. <laughs> yeah, Claire yeah. is a bell. Wait, yeah. I have one. Hold on. The Claire life, up there. Life isn't Claire. Oh, that's, that's But good. I didn't that's have a good. byline for it or anything. But. All right. Uh, number three is the cover of 
and this is live, JC. Okay. The cover of With a Little Help from My Friends by Joe Cocker oh, at Woodstock. That's amazing. It's, yes. Yeah. That is, it, it, watch oh. that. It's it's crazy. That's a, yeah, let I me got just interject. Just thinking about it. Yeah, thank you. Let me just interject E. Claire, MIT graduate, <laughs> oh, data scientist yes. Claire. That has to bring so her good. family's donut business into the modern age. Oh, you did it. You got them. <laughs> you got them both. E. Computers and Eclair pastries. That was amazing. That was you really did, good. You did that in 15 seconds. I, I can't turn my brain off now. That's so good. I don't want you to. Please don't. Uh, number two is uh, Whipping Post by the Allman Brothers. I think Greg Allman's soulful growl is one of the best uh, voices in music, and I think he really... Bears it all on that one. Nice. Number one, this was the one I had marked down the, the minute I thought of this, Against All Odds by oh, Phil Collins. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh, that's so good. Does that's a good he, one. he leaves it all in yeah. the studio there. All right, Goldie. All right. My yeah. list is so much more basic bitch than yours, so I apologize. Yeah, uh, number five, go. Don't Stop Me Now. Don't yeah. stop Queen. me sure. now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Freddie. <laughs> Number four, Van Halen Unchained. Yes. Ooh. Just an adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah. Number three, a song we've talked about on the podcast before, I Will Always Love You. Yeah, that's great. Great yeah. choice. Number two, I mean, there's a lot of Led Zeppelin that could be on there. Ooh, I picked a whole lot of love. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Unit colon. And number one, with a bullet. Yeah. Kokomo. Oh, oh God yeah. damn it. I can't believe we didn't see that coming. Jesus Christ, we walked right uh, into that. Uh, we were, I was so excited. With a bullet, he says. Uh, okay, um, my number five is uh, John Lennon and the Beatles singing Twist and Shout. Oh, uh, yeah. what a great yes, choice. Yes, why, thank you. Yeah, I, he I, destroyed his throat for yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and was rewarded with enthusiasm at junior high dances <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, also that Ferris Bueller scene is one of the most joyous scenes that's in true. cinema history. So <laughs> true. Thank you. Um, number four, Stevie Wonder on Sesame Street. I don't know if you've ever seen that singing Superstition. It's no. wow. It's a YouTubeable thing. It's a it's it's nice. It's, I'm gonna it's I'm gonna run not walk to yeah. my YouTube after this is over. <laughs> um, and then Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. That's a, such a great choice. God, <laughs> yeah. When when Goldie said I will always love you, I was like, oh, in the national anthem too. That was, <laughs> yes. that still brings a tear to my eye every time I watch it. Yes, so I amazing. agree. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I didn't choose a particular song, but Queen at Live Aid. That entire performance was yeah. ridiculous. Queen overlap. Queen yeah, overlap. and in a stadium of a hundred thousand people, they raised a million dollars. I know. <laughs> Everyone gave $10. <laughs> we did it, guys. World hunger is over. <laughs> oh, and my number one is James Brown, live at the Apollo 1968. And I'm going to choose Please, Please, Please. But if all of the songs yeah. were incredible. Please, yeah. Please, Please is yeah. a great one. Yes. Very sweaty. James and Went. James. <laughs> He's going. <laughs> it's still see. going as well. <laughs> James and Went. James and Went. With George Went and uh, yeah, and Kevin James. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we go. That's that's it. Kevin abandoned James. by her husband James. A woman falls in love with a second James. Oh, and then the first James comes back. <gasps> wow. Oh. This is so easy. It like, why? It's so much easier to think of shows this way. <laughs> I know. We just need to do name puns in the title and we'll be billionaires. Right. Yeah. Um, billionaires. All right. That was very fun. Okay. The top five for next week? Yes, JC. Give it to us. Okay. Let me know if we've done this already, but top five places to relax. No, we haven't. I love no. that. Okay. I love that. Very That's broad. Good. Are That's these broad. like, you know, geographic locations or you mean like a recliner? So you could I do wrote, either, right? Yeah, I wrote could be like a favorite place or somewhere more personal. So, okay. Yeah, it's very broad. Love that. That's great. That's okay. the antidote to my basic bitch song <laughs> choices. Um, so now let's close the show, as we so often do, on a high note. Thank you, Tom and Max. And let's just point out, so Tom Gamble lives in uh, the Altadena area of, of Los Angeles. And I will point out that yesterday in Altadena, the $2 billion lottery ticket 
was sold. So Tom has texted us this morning that he's going around to different dry cleaners <laughs> and saying, can I get my jacket back? My lottery ticket was in there. <laughs> like that's going to be his bit, which I thought was funny. Um, anyway, so uh, let me start off with a high note this week. I'm going to uh, put Tal Rabinowitz, my psychic paramour, Aww. in the high note today because... We have, uh, if you listen to the podcast or if you know me, we've had a lot of dogs for many years. And a couple of months ago, one of our dogs passed away, Chewy, R.I.P., sweetheart. She gone. (laughs) She gone. She gone. But um, so now we have three left, and two of them are still quite old. So one of them, Dutch... Dutchy, she was getting a little sick. She started to be able not to, you know, she couldn't walk. Mm. So it felt like, uh-oh, we're we're in the zone here. We're 24 hours, 48 hours away from Dutch passing away as well. Yeah. Aww. But Tall figured out all of these small little things to do, getting Dutch uh, stick em socks so she could walk easier, like helping, putting her up in the bedroom in a bed so she would be more comforted at night. And the result is that Dutch is back on her feet and spry as ever. Yes. So wow. Tall hey. really has a knack for elongating life, and I'm counting on that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so You're going to be a head in a jar. <laughs> thank you, Tall, for keeping Dutch alive and taking such great care of not only our daughter, but our other dogs as well. Yeah, that's nice. I'll go. go, go, go. Okay. We just got rain. Yes. In Los Angeles. Yes. And that it was so awesome. It was almost like it was fall. It was crisp. Yep. Yeah. Crisp. There was a guilt-free shower for once. <laughs> yes. you know, look, this this shower was revenue neutral on the yeah. water supply. Oh, yes. I don't nice. have to worry about it. Yeah. Like today is okay. And it was just even being out with my dog in the rain yeah. was just a pleasure. Yep. Really nice. So, That's awesome. It was moody. came out of nowhere. I hope we get more. Yeah. Yes, me too. Mine is somewhat similar is that after moving from New York to come here, it's never really that cold. Right. But it was, for me, it was really quite cold. I had the fire going at lunch and it was just kind of like a nice, you know, I'm enjoying the cold weather. Yeah. I love that too. And I could, I could smell walking around the neighborhood that different people had fires going, which yeah. is such a nice smell. So. Yeah. Way to go, L.A. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Well, that was a very fun show. Really I could fun. do 20 shows like that where we come up with name puns for titles. I love that. We got to use that all Forever. the time now. And please tune in next week because we have an exciting guest who is going to be Mr. Mike Royce. Yes. Somehow yeah. we got him, we as got Craig him. would say. Yes. Um, so I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank you two for being awesome. Thank you. And we will talk to you again next week. Nope. <laughs> we will. That was fun. And it stops right now. In the pocket. In the pocket.